Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome back to the Brunch and Play podcast, where we shine a light on innovators, brands, all in the name of the culture. Be inspired because I want you to always remember that if she can, I can, we all can. Y'all, I'm Amira. I'm so happy to have you back today. Man, today's guest is another treat. I'm just the luckiest lady that I know. How, how humble is that, y'all? <laughs> But I do, I, I feel so blessed because I get to get poured into, people don't even know how much they inspire me. I get to hear their stories. I get to read up on them and I get inspired. And today is no different. Today's guest is a lady who has my heart because she's a Texan and y'all know I represent really hard for our state, the Lone Star State. And if you're from another state and listen, hey, I love you too, but this is home. Um, she is a Texan who had an idea that became a reality. And you know, that is my jam. So her idea is pretty awesome. I'm loving everything she does. She's an innovator. And she's the founder of Prep Your Skin, the perfectly giftable beauty products, which I love her mission statement because she must know me. I love beauty products. I'm the lady who just buys stuff when she doesn't need it just because the packaging is cute. And let me just tell you right now that today's guest packaging is everything. And you're going to rush over to Target and get you some because guess what? She's in Target locations all across the country. So no matter where you're listening, and even if you're in another country, and I know we have a few, so Hello to all my British folks and good day to my Australia. And I don't know any languages in, from Africa, so sorry, y'all. Hey. <laughs> but you can go on Target.com and you'll be able to order her products. So without any further ado, help me welcome to the show, Miss Kelly Barker. Hey, Kelly. Hello. How are you? Man, I'm fabulous. Today is a great day. How about yourself? It's so good. Like, I'm just laughing out loud. You are just the cutest with your intro. So thank you for that. <laughs> we love cute packaging. Like, that is our jam. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. You do it that well. And, that and clean beauty is our other jam. So um, we're like soul sisters already. I love yes, it. Yes, yes. So, you know, I, I, I loved your story as I was reading about you and finding out more about your brand because I'm always intrigued at the the beginning, you know, where did this ideas come from? How did we get started? And I love that you came from corporate America. So what it doesn't tell us a lot about, which is I'm glad because you get to share with the audience today is what triggered that. So you've been in corporate America for some time. And in 2013, you said bye-bye. So yes. I know that that had to be a journey to even get to that part. So take me back to when this, when the seed was planted. Yes. Well, I will try to condense. Um, but back in 2005, my husband and I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro in what? Africa. Yes. Oh my. And we were actually raising money to help build an orphanage in Uganda. It was an amazing transformational um, experience for both of us. And it's about a six and a half day climb. And so, you know, we're up at the top and it takes a day and a half to walk back down. And so we had a lot of time on our hands. And I just told him, I said, I don't know what, but I want to do something outside of corporate America at some point. I don't know what that looks like. I have no idea what the cost will be. 
And my husband, Patrick, he's a financial planner and he's like, well, let's plan for it. So um, we started talking about kind of how could we budget. And um, when we got back to the States, we opened up my own little separate account called Kelly's special account. I think it was Kelly's special business account is what it's called, biz account. And um, we put money in every month. Um, some months we didn't put any, some months we put $200, but we did that actually till 2013, which is crazy. Um, but it, it was really kind of inspiring for me because I knew, although I didn't actually know what the idea was at the time, I just knew that there was something more for me. And while I loved corporate America, I mean, I was actually in the corporate world for 15 years, um, which is crazy. Um, I just, I'm a, I'm a dreamer, I'm a creative, um, and you know, I was in mortgage banking for those 15 years and you know, lots of compliance, um, just not very much outside the box. Um, the latter half of my career actually was with JP Morgan Chase, which is a wonderful company. And I think I just knew at some point, um, you know, in the daily grind that I know everybody goes through that it's like, what's my purpose and how do I get out of the hamster wheel and do something really different that will push me beyond what I think my limits are. And so my daughter at the time was five and I had this epiphany. I wear sunscreen every single day and I hope everybody out there does. Uh, for two reasons. One, I don't want to get skin cancer, but two, uh, to be very candid, I want to um, not age as fast, right, as right. I am. So I had this moment where I'm like, wait a minute, I'm wearing sunscreen every single day, but I'm only putting it on my daughter at the pool, at the beach, at soccer, basically when it's really hot outside. Um, and I know that it's not the burn that causes aging. It's actually the UVA rays that shine all day, every day. Um, but here I was teaching her how to, you know, brush her teeth, comb her hair, eat her fruits and veggies, doing all of these kind of daily regimen, but I was not incorporating sunscreen. So when I went to go find something for her that was playful and fun and chemical free, something that she would really want to do, um, and use every single day, there really wasn't anything for girls. So, um, that was kind of my like, huh, I wonder if there's like this whole white space out there that maybe there's a market for this that just hasn't been created. So, um, you know, flash forward, I guess, 18 months took to do market research and development formulation. And we officially launched in January 15. So that's kind of how it all got started. And the last year of my corporate life, actually, my husband and I decided that one, we would see if we could love off of one income. And then two, we would take every dime that I made from my corporate job for that last year and put it into the company. So big risk, right? Because you quit this corporate job of money coming in that you get and all of a sudden you're writing checks, money going out and you're like, hmm, not as much fun working for free. <laughs> Trust me, I have been there. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how it all got started. And then we really kind of shifted over time into more body care. We actually had a storefront for two years, um, which was great. It was kind of our learning lab to really understand why are customers buying? What are they coming back and buying? And we realized like they keep buying the giftable beauty. Like you said, it's the stuff that we don't really need, but we love. Mm -hmm. Or it's those last minute birthday gifts or teacher gifts or anything like that. So that portion of the business was really booming and not the skincare for girls. And I think part of it was just 
getting into a regimen every single day is hard, right? Like I still tell both of my kids, I'm like, did you brush your teeth today? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we've been talking about it for 10 years. Are you brushing your teeth? You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Target called in February, 2017, which I thought it was a joke, but it wasn't. <laughs> wow. Okay. So man, let I me, know let me, I, that was a like, lot. <laughs> no, it's everything because the blueprint that you just gave, there was no shortcut. And I think a lot of times we, we all want it right now, but you heard a call on your soul. You had a life changing moment. You were able to do something that you probably never thought you'd do. And that triggered something that ignited a special part of your brain that let you know you were here for a purpose. It just reminded you, I think it probably woke up a part of your consciousness. Right. Yeah. And and then you talk to your husband and you plan, which I love that. I know my husband's going to love editing this episode because he is the ultimate planner. Okay. So um, you're planning, you're saving and you're being, you, that that's huge. And it took, it wasn't in one year. It wasn't in two years. A lot of times I hear a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the age, and I'm not knocking y'all in the age of Instagram where we see people with lots of fabulous things. Let me tell y'all now, a lot of it we get for free. So don't go comparing yourself to people who get things shipped to them in the mail. Um, but you, you saved and you worked hard at it. And then you even went and created products and tested it and did market research. It wasn't just the, hey, I'm going to do this and let's see what it works. That works for some people. That's one in what, a trillion, right? Carol's Daughters is, is not everybody. <laughs> wow. And then when you did the work, what you saw sought you right target gave you the call i'm just like literally this i just went to church that's it i got it all <laughs> <laughs> that's right i mean i think you know i think it's exactly what you said is people think it's easy or it's quick and there are no shortcuts right i mean i just started taking a salary like it you know i've been at this for nearly six years and you know i could have taken a salary sooner but I didn't because for the viability of the company, right? It's like cash is everything in a company. And for me, it's like my commitment to my team and their families comes before myself. And I th just think that that's really important is that some people get so caught up and, oh, well, I can do this and I just need to start making a profit in a year before I can pay myself. And it's like a year goes by so fast. Right that, I mean, a year is nothing, right? And it's like, you want it to be 10 years in a year, but it, it's just, I, you know, told one of my colleagues this the other day, I was like, you can't fast forward that button. Like there is no fast forward button. Like you yeah. have to do the work. Yeah. And you can't think that you're going to have 20 years of experience in 12 months. It just doesn't yeah. work that way. I wish, like, trust me, I wish, but <laughs> yeah. part of this was just learning on, on my own and figuring out what works and, you know, falling on my face 27 times before I was like, Oh, you know, let's pivot, let's shift. Let's, you know, look at this. What are people buying? What are they not buying? What are their favorite scents? You know? So I think it's like, don't underestimate yourself of what you can do because everybody's capable, but also be realistic and don't just decide one day at lunch, like I'm going to quit my corporate job and not go back. And I'm going to be an entrepreneur. It's like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Right. Like we all have bills to pay. So mm -hmm. yeah. you got to plan, right? You have to plan. No, you said one of our favorite words, pivot. Um, pivot. I love that you pivoted from 
you thought it was a kid's skincare line. And that's where mm -hmm. you started. And I'm sure you yeah. would make your bottom dollar that that was the idea that was going to take it to Target, right? Or take it to wherever. Yeah. And, right? And the universe said, uh, no, that's not it. But you're in the right wheelhouse. <laughs> I, actually, Target was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> Try ah. again. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, we actually um, attempted to pitch to Target the first time. It was interesting because the feedback was, we don't even know where to put you. Do we put you in the girls' clothing section? Do we put you in acne? Do we put you in sunscreen? Do we split the brand? Do we put the brand together? And then I think what people don't realize is, you know, in mass retail, there's so many different buyers. So just in those, you know, four categories, there's three or four different buyers. So it's not as simple, I have this idea or I'm creating this niche and I think it's going to sit here on the shelf. I mean, sometimes that shelf doesn't exist. Oh, and, and I didn't know, mm -hmm. right? Because I right. thought, oh, it's so simple. I'll just go in, we'll pitch. And it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> try again. Right, and you can't give up. And I love, I right. thank you for your transparency about how difficult it is. I know you have a mantra and a quote that I really would love it if you could share with everybody because I think that is something that, I mean, it's just so difficult. Entrepreneurship is way more days of me crying in my closet than it is of me, what you see when I'm totally on crowd nine because I just got a great deal that came through. It is a lot of early mornings and late nights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, my quote is, there are more dark days than bright days, but the bright days shine so bright that it's worth the journey. Mm. And I will tell you, uh, you know, there have been some really, really low points and you will question yourself and you have to just pick yourself back up and say, I got this. I mean, like for me, it's funny because I'm not a big crier, but there have been moments where it's like, I have just broken down in my car typically <laughs> by myself, yeah. but I will allow myself one song, like whatever sad song I want to put on, cry it out and then let it go and you move on. Are like, you sure that we haven't met before? Because that sounds <laughs> a lot like my formula. <laughs> but like, it's true. It's like, I'm gonna allow myself my three minutes yeah. and then I'm gonna pull it together and we're gonna press on because there's no sense in crying over it. Just go fix the problem. Yeah, and sometimes you just need that good cleanse, you know? Yeah. Um, I, crying sometimes is just like taking a Tylenol. You just let it out, you keep it moving. And then- Yeah, you and, and a lot of times it's like, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm usually crying because I'm just super mad mm -hmm. and I can't solve the problem. But yeah. then it's like, breathe, take a step back or go to bed, get up in the morning when you're fresh, mm -hmm. right? And you've had a rest and you've had a proper breakfast or coffee or whatever, you know, kind of your routine is and then rethink it, go back to it because that's usually where I get clarity where it's like, ah, okay. I was yeah. probably blowing it out of proportion, right? Yeah, I think that, that that was a hard lesson for me to learn is to walk away because you are trying to make something happen. And when you're trying to make something happen, you are like, I'm going to just keep doing it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not, I don't need sleep. And that, I had to adjust that too. At one point in time, I was waking up 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, staying up super late and just totally exhausting myself and not making clear decisions because I thought that was the way to success. And I think 
the more I listen to women like you and get to know women like you and different folks who are out here and finding their way, I can learn from mistakes. I can learn from your transparency. And I hope that you guys listening are able to pick up upon that too, because there are a lot, tons of patterns that we hear here. And the pivot is serious. That's what probably the biggest one. We cannot hold ourselves back because of this one idea we thought was going to be the end all be all. We have to be open to what people need. And that is amazing in itself. Yeah. And I think it's also sometimes, like you said, pivot, people don't want to pivot because they may look at it and say, well, it was my idea and it didn't work and I've failed and that's okay. It's okay because it was a stepping stone to get to your next idea or to your next big thing. And like we as a society need to be okay with failing, right? And just saying it didn't work. Like it's not the end of the world. We can go do something else again and try again, right? Um, so I think it's like crucial that we're just not so hard on ourselves, right? And I think as an entrepreneur, I mean, most entrepreneurs, we are very hard on ourselves and we don't want to make mistakes. But sometimes the biggest mistakes I've made have been the best, I mean, learning pieces that it's like, oh, well, I'll never do that again. Or, oh, had I not made that mistake, I wouldn't have had this success, right? Like that's happened too. More Brunch and Slay after this. Hey, you fabulous powerhouses. Having you support the podcast by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing is awesome. And it's made each episode reach more and more people every week. But did you know that as a listener-supported show, we rely on you to keep these wheels turning? And for as little as $1 a month, you help me keep giving you great content and even better guests. And yes, ma'am, you heard that right. For only $12 a year, you support the dream. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash brunch and slay. And now back to brunch and slay. No, I totally agree. And I know that all your products are clean, which is what I really love. So I, I'd love to know a little bit about what that process was like and why that was so important to you to make sure that they were user friendly for all skin types. Yeah, so we are all sulfate-free, paraben-free, and phthalate-free, um, also cruelty-free. And, it, you know, having children um, and being a little bit older when I started having kids, uh, or at least my second child, it's just we don't know everything that we are eating and everything that we're putting on our skin. Um and it was really important to me to try to be as clean as possible and get away from as many chemicals as possible because we really don't know what the long-term effect is. We don't know if it's causing fertility issues, um, you know, in men and women, right? We don't know if it's causing potential issues in unborn babies. So there's a lot of, I think, reasons why it's just for me as a mom, um, I'm just really dedicated to giving the best that we can you know, having said that, there's also the point where there's a lot of products that kit, that are deemed natural or deemed clean that you really kind of have to read through the ingredient list and look at. Fragrance is always a big one that we talk about because a lot of people will say, oh, you can't have fragrance in, you know, your product. The reality is we all want to smell good and natural fragrance is actually really hard to do. Um, and it can also turn the product um, it can degrade it much quicker. And so for us, fragrance, the biggest thing is that it's phthalate free, which essentially means that it's not going to have any endocrine disruptors. 
Um, and it's going to be good, as good as it can, right, as a fragrance can be. But the reality is, is there's that fine kind of balance that clean as possible, but we still want to smell good and feel good when we're using a product, right? Oh, yeah. And um, guys, I have tested and proved all the products are amazing. Seriously. I was telling uh, Kelly before the show started that I am in love with her eucalyptus scrub. You guys, trust me, you're going to thank me when you pick that up in the beauty guy in the beauty aisle at Target. It smells delicious. The shower gel is amazing too. I like the combo. I feel squeaky clean. Like I told her it's the best bedtime smell and it's so natural and clean and I just love it. So uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm thank loving you. it. So, so yes, yeah, so in Target stores, target.com, prepyourskin.com, um, which is our website, you can find all those products. Yeah. And now another thing I know, just in life, there's always, especially when you're trying to balance motherhood and um, life and business, you have a zero tolerance for mom guilt. You got to tell me more about that. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny that really all started, um, just being a working mom and, you know, I, in my corporate life, I used to travel every week and, um, you, we all have mom guilt. Right. And I think at one point it was just like, it was eating me up so much that I kind of had to get my mind clear and just say, my kids can feel it, right? Like they can feel that they don't know what it means or what it is, but they can just feel it. Mm -hmm. And I just really made the healthy decision that I was going to stop beating myself up about missing out on school events and, you know, I'm not volunteering enough. It's all the things that we go through, right? Um, you know, it's toxic. It's toxic. It's, it's an emotional dream that I think is just really unnecessary. So, um, I have two little tips that I want to give all of you stay-at-home moms, working moms, and entrepreneurs that have worked for me. So I have this. My first one that I started was I came up with a weekly tradition that I do with each of my children. So for example, like for my daughter, every Tuesday morning we go to Starbucks before school. She and I get her drinks. We chat. You know, we just spend kind of one-on-one -on -one time with each other. It doesn't take much time. Sometimes it can be as little as 15 minutes. But I think, you know, having that tradition with her, she really looks forward to it every week mm -hmm. because she knows she's getting my complete attention. There's no cell phone. There's no little brother. Like, there's just, there's no distractions. It's just all about her. And it's been, so we've been doing this for nine years. Oh, it's wow. been really interesting to see just that little time that we carve out how that is really special to our relationship and how much that means to her and to me too. Because sometimes as a mom, we are so grinding it out and checking off the list, right? That we forget to pause for ourselves and just take a minute to breathe. And so that 15 or 20 minutes, it's, it's just special. And I think that it'll be interesting to see when she grows up and have, has kids, if she also does some sort of tradition like this. So that's one of my tips. And then my second tip that I started about four years ago is we get out the school calendar and the kids have to choose the events at school that are really important to them. So they cannot pick everyone, right? <laughs> like they have to like pare it down. Right. Um, but they know that those times get blocked and I will be there. My team knows that I'll be there. We have an open calendar policy so they can see where I'm at and if I'm shuffling kids or doing kids' activities. Um, but what it did is that it stopped the, why aren't you ever at my school stuff? Mm -hmm. All the other moms are there. 
it, it like st virtually stopped it. Um, and so it was interesting because it was sort of like, you tell me what's really important to you and I will be there. And then the things that are not important to you, you know, like my son was like, I, you don't need to do library duty. Like, I don't want you to do library duty. I'm like, great. Because all these other moms wanted to do library duty. So I thought I had to do library duty, but it wasn't even important to him. And it was like, let the kid have the say in it. Right. And then it really takes the pressure off of us. Yes, that is brilliant. Both, I love both of them, but I really love giving them an idea of what real life is like. I think when I was a kid, my mom wasn't able to come to a lot of stuff. Her and my dad worked a lot. Yeah. And even with my, I remember I played, the only sport I played was I ran track and my parents came to one track meet a year. And I never felt like I was disserviced or they didn't support me. They always cared. They always loved on me. And now I have friends who literally run themselves ragged trying to attend every single game. Yes. And I yeah. say, you know, I was totally fine. And sometimes I didn't want them there. Sometimes you want to be able to just be your kid self without having to be who your mom wants you to be. Because you know you're going to behave differently when you're in the audience. Let's just be honest. Yeah. So that is brilliant. I'm going to file that away. So that I remember that for my daughter, because yeah, I, I travel too for work and I have a demanding schedule and I'm running brunch and slate and sometimes I just can't. So yeah, I love it. Well, and I think like, it's okay to raise your hand and say, I can't, right? Um, it, I mean, I've had to do that with some of my friends where it's like, they're crossing boundaries where I'm like, you need to stop making me feel bad. Like the answer is no. Oh, right? Where it's like, yes. why, why aren't you, why don't you ever go to the mom's night out? And in my mind, it was sort of like, that's not at the top of my list, right? Because I have other priorities and it's okay for me to say no mm -hmm. and they should be okay with it, right? Because it's a boundary. Like I think as women, we have to set boundaries for ourselves because if not, we say yes to everything. And like you said, we're running ragged and we have zero time to ourselves, And that's not fair to us, nor our kids, nor our spouses. And or other women have, yeah. Dogs, <laughs> right? Yeah. And other women have got to stop guilting women. You Correct. Know, ambition is not a bad word because Correct. you want more out of life. I'm not knocking you. I stayed at home with my daughter for three years. It was great. I still was building a business and doing other things. But when I went back to work, I don't want guilt because now I can't necessarily do all the things that I did before. And that does mean that I don't have as much friend time. I don't want to feel bad about it. You know, um, I think women have got to be a lot more supportive and it's okay. I know that you miss your friends but why don't you do, that's a great idea. Meet them for coffee. Say, hey, yeah. on one Tuesday a month or one Wednesday a month, let's meet for 30 minutes or, or drive on their side of town and meet them for lunch near their office or bring lunch to their office. Yeah. That, those are thoughtful things about, and, and we all put in effort, but I think we have to kind of reevaluate what true friendship is and what we expect out of it because we are gonna change as we get older and as life changes and children and marriage. And I, I think we got to do a better job of giving our friends some room and supporting them in different ways. Well, and like you said, I mean, and I think it's also seasons, right? Yeah. So especially for me, like we have busy seasons, right? It, it's not, I mean, I feel like it's year round, but there are <laughs> some that are like super duper busy. So it's sort of like, okay, these are the months that I'm not going to be a great friend for you. You just need to know that. Right. But you know, I have wonderful stay at home mom friends and wonderful working moms who are like, okay, well, let me help you shuffle kids because we're all on the same volleyball team or whatever it may be. And like that to me is filling my bucket of thoughtfulness from wow. them because that means they care about me. Yeah. Right. And they're helping me. And so I think those type of like sentiments go a really long way. 
of, it takes a village, like, you know, it takes a village to raise these kids. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's something beautiful too. I do. I value friendship. I really do. And as we get older, it's not as if we have as many opportunities to go out and meet new people. So those people who have been great to me and poured into me, I do value them. Um, And I do try to make an effort to, you know, carve out times. I have friend dates and I wish I could meet with them all once a month, but that's rare. But I do try to carve out every couple of weeks, an evening when I just go, you know, have dinner or cocktails with a girlfriend, just because it's for my mental health, I need it. You know, I need it. They need it. And I think it's really important. So just to kind of pivot, we're going to hold on to that word today. (laughs) Um, I'd like to ask you or give you a statement and I want you to finish the sentence. Okay. Okay. You think. All the time. (laughs) it never stops all the time the thing you should know is I'm left-handed I'm very charitable and I love people ah a lefty huh I'm a lefty only one in my whole family really very interesting yes hmm I, you know, I wish I had more research, but I do know that there's some special qualities that, uh, in left-handed people that I don't possess. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do everything backwards. So anytime I can't do something, I just blame it. I tell my husband, I'm like, oh, well, I'm left-handed. He's like, really? Like, honestly, like, I'm sorry. It was made for right-handed world. Like, it's, uh, I'm left-handed. <laughs> well, so one of the things that I think it's really important is that when we have people who take time out of their day to share their journey and to share their ups and downs with the brunch and slate audience to lift them up, that we pour right back into them and give them just as much good as they gave us. So I'd love to know what vibes or prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? I have a very big meeting tomorrow in Minneapolis and just send me some good vibes because I know it's going to go so well. It's been such a fun project. Um, So that's what I have going on right now. Well, I received that. I'm sending them your way. And if you tell me what time, I'll put a special timer in my phone so I can make sure I stop and send multiple your way. Oh, you're so awesome. Um, It's at three o'clock. All right. Yes. Oh, you're so great. This is so fun. No, that's, it's important to me that we share it. I mean, I really do believe it's all this huge connection. And if you just take a moment to chat with somebody, you're going to find some commonality, right? Um, And that's why I'm able to do what I do. And I'm so consider myself completely blessed to be able to do this and have this seed planted in my head that totally evolves every 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm thankful for that. And I'm so thankful for you taking time out of your day when you've got to hop on a plane tomorrow to go be the boss woman that you are. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you. And, you know, if there's any listeners out there that ever have questions for me, happy to answer them. You can always shoot me an email. You can always find me on LinkedIn um, and on our Instagram page. Um, We're at Prep Your Skin. So it's just thank you for having me on and many blessings to you and to all the listeners too. All right, y'all. So if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it, then do me one favor, share it with a friend. And if you really feel generous, share it on your favorite social media platform and tag us so I can give you a proper thank you. And until next time, I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Play.